made up by somebody's little housewife. Right, I mean, what? what the fuck is this thing called again? S. H. A. M. Oh, e. Shameless. L-E-S. What? Ooh, you a chili with me? And another S. Ooh, shameless pillow talk, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we are again with this fucking shameless fucking pillow talk. Another episode. Guess what I got with me, y'all? I'm back, y'all. Just take a guess. Just take a guess. Just take a guess. I'm back. Y'all know where to find me. What's your name? Samara Amir, that's S-A-M-A-A-D-A-M-I-R. <laughs> you almost forget. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Instagram at your convenience. What's your address? <laughs> what's your phone number? None of your concern unless you're paying those bills. What's, what's your, uh, what's your, uh, what's your, what's your, My credit score? Your PS4. My credit score is a 736. I just checked it. Really? Yeah, that's good. I think. Share some with me. I'm trying. I'm trying to buy a house. I'm trying to buy a house mm-hmm. for me and my man. Ain't that right, baby? Yes. Period. Period. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So it's me. It's me. If y'all know my name, then you know. You just never fucking know it, I guess. Um, jumping right into this. Y'all so fucking rude. Sorry, y'all. We got an audience, and half of them got Corona. We got an audience, and uh-huh. yeah, you're right. And they don't be li- they listening, but they don't want to add their feedback. But they want to cough in the fucking background. But you know what? It's cool. It's cool. <coughs> so, fucking bitch. Um. <laughs> so, let's get into friend. It. With all the bubbles in the background, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> if. If your little friend, you know, that you met and got their own house or their own car, what you doing? They ain't got their house with no car, no transportation, no home that I can come and chill and watch Netflix, watch Madam C.J. Walker. Let me say something. Is that a good, is that a good show? That's a good show. First of all, Madam C.J. Walker is cute. Four, tonight. four episodes is good. But um, me about to be 31 on Thursday. Woo woo. Happy mm. early birthday to me. I don't think that I can deal with someone who doesn't have the combination of both. So, mm -hmm. I feel like I can deal with one or the other. Right. But not two together. That's just You don't have to have two together. But if you got your own place, I can come to you. Right. If you have a car, you can drive. You come to me, or you can take me out to eat. But I'm what I'm not about to do is come get you and bring you back to my house, and then have to drive you. And back. then have to drive you back, and then have to drive back to my house, and then have to drive back to my house. That's a forty minute trip. Exactly, trust me. I did the calculations before. Exactly, and I can't spend the night at your house, so that means sleepy and all. I got to drive back to my house, then I'm Period. gonna be pissed, and I'm probably never gonna talk to you ever again. Honestly, if you're if you're an adult, if you're a working adult, and everything like that, I believe that you should have you should be able to sustain one or the other. And true. we're not now. Um, it may not be true for everybody, but that depends on your determination, mm-hmm. and that depends on, <laughs> to be quite frank, your skill sets mm-hmm. and skill levels mm-hmm. and everything. And I date people that's in my skill set and skill levels or above because right. I know that I'm going higher. Mm-hmm. I'm not going lower. Exactly. And we're not. So, baby, you gotta have something. You gotta bring something to the table. Exactly. 
Exactly. Um, I'm not knocking nobody that ain't got it. I'm just telling you that at this at this time, you know, I'm in my 30s. Welcome, Welcome. to the 30s club. 30s, baby. Um, I mean, I wasn't dealing with the shit when I was in my 20s, but I'm not knocking it, but it's like, I know what I want, and that's right. what I want. Right. And I want a motherfucker that can't... I don't want... Pretty much, you can't really... I'm not going to say you can't sustain life, but you... You can't keep me. Especially, because if you out here... Now, I don't care what nobody do, but if you out here saying, oh, baby, I ain't got a house, no car to do, but you out here smoking weed every day, you out here mm-hmm. popping bottles in the club. Priorities. Niggas and stuff like that, you out here with the latest Jordans, Balenciagas, whatever, whatever it is may have you, but you can't sustain a roof over your head or you can't have a vehicle to drive. Mm-hmm. Maybe income income tax just came. I don't care what them people say. Mm-hmm. Buy yourself a car. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Do what you gotta do. And everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't care what kind of car you got. Like, that's the crazy part about it. I don't care what kind of car you got. Oh, okay. You said, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, as long as this car gets you around, okay. that's fine. Yeah. I, I hate you. <laughs> I mean, okay, so, I like my car. Yeah. I like my car. Right. Um, I went and got what I wanted. Right. And that's what, But that's the thing. You were able to give... I want... Keep that same energy. Get what you want, not what you can only afford. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. And stuff like that. No. I got what I wanted to and everything like that. And uh-huh. like, okay. I'm not going to knock a nigga for driving a Toyota or uh, um, I don't know, a, 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 a Hyundai. Because Hondas are actually good. But what you're not going to do is in 2020, drive a 1996 Hyundai. What's wrong with that? It's. Uh, but, but what what it's I just classic. said It's a classic Ca- Count the years It's a classic Baby that's not a classic It could be a mint condition Ooh. It could be a mint condition Oh okay No huh. You're not doing it hmm. But he got a way to come to you Not in that Nobody said you had to ride in it He could park it He could park it two streets over They won't let that in my building Yeah And they won't let that in my building It's a gas leak vapes That's why I said he parked it two streets over Not in my Not in my Record. They don't let the gas leaks come down there. Uh, but they let everything else come down there. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a different subject. Uh, topic, I mean, I mean, the way I'm looking at it, um, I just really, I feel like if I'm doing what I got to do to be on my shit, to make sure you have a home to right. come home to, right. not my home. You can't come here. Uh, let me speak you can't come honestly here, and candidly because I'm like capping a little bit. If you are progressing in life mm-hmm. and you are at a point where this is all you have right now, but you're progressing in life, you're doing things to say, I don't want to be here next year. Mm-hmm. Next year I'm gonna be I'm gonna be above where I am now. Right. Then that's fine. You can come in your you can come in your your Toyota mm-hmm. with the gas leak and the rip seats and stuff like that. Because I know that you have something in you that's giving you a drive. It may not be the car. Right. But it's something giving you a drive. Right. And I will allow that. But if you're stuck and you're comfortable with being stuck, that's the main thing. Being comfortable. Mm-hmm. I can't take comfortability in my life because I'm not comfortable where I'm at. I still want to grow. I'm not comfortable where I'm at. Yeah. I am constantly looking for ways to grow. Yeah. But I feel like... I feel like that's just a that's just a setback in itself. Right. I feel like if 
if you're comfortable where you are, then we just can't even be together anyway. Like, you're comfortable where you are. You're comfortable, like, you know, what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. We can't be together that way. Yeah. Like, because now you're comfortable. You're comfortable with us. You're comfortable mm-hmm. with your lifestyle. And now nothing's, not, like, nothing's ever going to be different. Like, nothing's ever going to be, you know, the way it should be. So it's like, you mm-hmm. know, you know, the adult in me does the shit before it even starts. Like I said, I don't need you to have the world. I don't need you Do to- you think that you should ever be comfortable in your life at any given point in time? I feel like... I feel like when you get to a point in your life, you know, you know your comfort zone. Yeah. You know your comfort zone. Me, I'm never going to be comfortable. Right. Like the way, the, the lifestyle that I live, and I'm just talking about like, you know, just the shit that I like to do, the shit that I want to like, you know, whatever. It's like, I am never going to be comfortable. Like the podcast, I'm never going to be comfortable until, you know... It gets to where it needs to be, and even then. But even then, you wanted to see I more. Want yeah, to see more. Like I'm always trying to go for more. I'm always trying to do more. I think that the only point in time for me personally that you can be comfortable is when I'm retired and when I have the benefits and everything that came with the retirement to allow me to be comfortable. Whether it was my pension, whether it was my four hundred one k or my um stocks and investments and stuff like that. That's when I could be comfortable because I did what I needed to do mm-hmm. and now I'm here just to live the rest of my life out peacefully as I want to. Not mm-hmm. as my boss says. Mm-hmm. Not as, you know, the government or whoever else says. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm living for me now. I think that's that point where you can be comfortable. When you're in those ages where like, baby, let's go to the beach for several months mm-hmm. and be okay because mm-hmm. we're going to be okay because mm-hmm. we know that. Mm-hmm. Then that's when you can be comfortable. Exactly. When you have, a, when you know that I'll be good without anything else exactly. supporting me. Exactly. I just feel like, um, I just feel like, I just feel like, I'm never. If people out here that that are retired that aren't comfortable, right? They want more, and I honestly feel like that might be me. Cause that's the second chance in life, man. I did this. Now I want to do something for me. Exactly. And and that's completely understandable. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Listen, I just want to go for the gold. And I, I don't want nobody standing in my way. Period. Ever. And that's one that. Ever. Um, Coronavirus! This shit is getting real. Shit is real. Shit is getting real. Um. Okay. So... Let's talk about it. Um, human touch. Is it necessary? Mm. Human touch. Like, is it necessary? Like, do you always have to be... Do you do you always have to be... Like, we, we, we could go both ways with this. Do, we, like, being sexual with somebody, do you always have to, like, you know, be involved with it? No. Um, no. Being in a relationship, do you always have to be touching on and like holding on no. to the person why not let me tell you that my af- my affections and the way that i um the way that i produce affection and the way that i allow affection is completely um skewed uh-huh right the way that i was raised up 
I was raised in boarding school from fifth to the twelfth grade. You were boarding school? Yeah, from fifth to the twelfth grade. So at that point in time, I was separated from my parents for um, nine months out the year, right? And stuff. Mind you, my boarding school was not for troubled children, it was for gifted. Some may say that I'm smart, some may say that I'm a genius. I'll leave it up for them. But. <laughs> But I, at the age of 10, I had to learn to how to be an adult and how to fend for myself. So my affection different from having that parent to guide you and stuff like that. I had to necessarily guide myself. My mom did not want me to go to public school in Philadelphia because Philadelphia public school system is trash. Mm-hmm. It, has, it has always been trash as long as I live. Right. And my mom did not want me to partake in that. Even though in my 12th grade year, I did leave my um, private school and went to public school because I, I begged my mom to, to see how it was. And it was actually the worst time of my life. Okay. But... Um, my affection is different. I don't need the sensual touch and everything like that. I don't need the you up under my arms and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That's not how I show a, affection. My my affection is through caring mm-hmm. about who you are mm-hmm. and what you want to be. Mm-hmm. Because that's how I was raised. It, right. was, it was always about look at what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. And look at who you, who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And nurture that. Exactly. That's how I nurture my Niggas, if that's how my niggas. Uh-huh. Like I'm a one that I will care more about your desires and your wants more than you care, and it can be looked at as a downfall or a gift and stuff like that. However mm-hmm. you take it, but for me, mm-hmm. that's just how I am. I can't change it. I wanted to change it because it sometimes leaves me um, out in the cold. Don't change it. But I'm not because that's who I am. Don't and I genuinely love that about me. Mm-hmm. I always care about my friends. I always want to support my friends and stuff like that. And sometimes I may show it in a tough love type of way. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to do better. Right. You, you're not doing enough. You need to exactly. do better. Exactly. And they don't get it in the beginning, but at the end, they my friends always say... I mean, my friends, I had friends for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that. Exactly. And everything. So... Touching is not necessary. I think it's the love and how and however you produce that love mm-hmm. to that person is what matters. Well that's not the thing about it is physical touch isn't my isn't my love language. Right. Acts of services. Mm-hmm. Not even words of affirmation. Like I don't need you to tell me, you know, I'm pretty. I don't need you to tell me that you that know makes me how you care about me. Listen, because I already said I said it, I think I posted it the other night, like you got two times, maybe three, to call me handsome, like, mm. and then I'm just done with this. I'm done with the conversation. Because mm. motherfuckers, they'll be overdoing it. They'll be like, oh my God, you know, hello, handsome, how are you? But are you that may be their love language. We got to understand it. But for, for, like, just like for you, that makes me uncomfortable. Because, it makes me uncomfortable because, yeah. like, I, I don't, that's not what I portray myself. Did to. you have to grow into your looks? Yes. Me too. I had to grow into my looks, but even when I grew into my looks and people used to tell me that I was handsome, it used to be. It used to be a weird thing because I never felt that way because guess what? Growing up, people never told me that. Ex- well, wait, my listen, mama, exactly. my mama told me that. But it's like kids in school, they used to be like, oh, he ugly. Oh, he black. Oh, he this. He can't dress. Oh, his hair nappy. Blah, blah, blah. And the crazy part about it was I wasn't even that dark. My hair wasn't Wait, listen. Like, wait, listen. <laughs> one time, so I had like a patch of borders in the back, in the back, in the back of my head, y'all, because I used to rub my... I used to wrap my hair on my jacket, mm. and that and that static used to make my hair fall out. Mm-hmm. I used to tell bitches, "Oh, I, 
My story was for the longest, I slipped on ice and the ice cut my hair off. <laughs> <laughs> so you were telling people this. You had a whole lie. I had a whole lie. Way to go. And I always like, until like the eighth grade, I always felt like I was like the last pick. Then in the Me eighth too. grade, I started to do like sports and stuff like that. I started to develop like, you know, an athletic body. I started to grow into my looks and stuff like that. And then people, the same bitches that told me that, mind you, those bitches now, they all pregnant, broke, and ugly. Mm-hmm. But the same bitches that used to say, I don't want you now, they wanted me. Exactly. They, they, they didn't want me then, they want me now. And yeah, But it always caused me to have an un, a un, a uncomfortable type of... um. Um, zone when mm-hmm. someone said you're handsome or attractive, and even me being about to be 31 on Thursday, I, when someone calls me handsome uh-huh. or attractive, I kind of like cringe because uh-huh. it's like it just makes me go back to that child, to that boy in the seventh grade who right. didn't feel that way. Exactly. And that's weird. Like, I don't know. It's the, weird. But the crazy thing about it is, it's like people calling me handsome, that's no fault of theirs. Like, I don't like it, but that's no fault of theirs. Right. That's mine. Right. That's my issue that I have to deal with because guess what? I grew up and I had low self-esteem. Right. Like, I had low self-esteem. Right. Like, the lowest of the fucking low. Because I'm like, okay, my mama's telling me this. I'm In my head, I'm like, my mama's telling me, you know, oh, you know, you're handsome, you're this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, my mother's telling me this because it's my mother. I'm like, so, of course, like, I'm thinking in my head, okay, my mother's going to lie for me because, you know, she just wants me. She just, she just wants me to pick up my spirits. But... I'm like, what? Why do they? What? What reason do these kids have to lie to me? Right. That was that was going through, kids, through my head. Kids, they tell their truth. Exactly. First grade, first grade, all the way up until sophomore year of high school, maybe junior year, is when I really started coming into myself. Right. Like these motherfuckers. And the crazy part about it was there was nothing wrong with me. Like looking back, like there was nothing wrong with me. Like not saying that you know name brand clothes or like everything to a kid or whatever because it's like it wasn't shit to me right but it was like i had name brand shit so it's like they were they would pick at that like you know oh you got this instead of this or it'd be like you know like people used to talk about my skin color so i used to be i I wasn't that dark but i used to be darker than i am now right um they used to talk about my hair they used to talk they literally used to talk about everything like literally anything that you could pick at on a person they used to pick me the fuck apart kids are mean kids are fucking evil Kids are mean. Kids are fucking evil. And that's why I'm always like... <laughs> that's why I'm always, like, I literally see kids acting like a certain way. And I'm like, I could smack the whole fuck out of you. Yes. Even as a joke. I could smack the whole fuck out of you and not even feel bad about it. Because I'm like... Be- kids don't understand that it needs to be a filter. I remember I was probably like 17 or 18. And I was walking in the streets of North Philly. That's where I'm from. North Philadelphia. Born and raised. Did you spend your time on the playground? Nah. Okay. Well, I actually I did, but not playing ball. Okay. I was watching them play. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, and I was walking, I was walking the street late at night, and this little maybe eight year old boy was like, "Hey, yo, your shoes look stupid, dickhead. Don't wear them joints around here. You gonna get beat the fuck up." And I had to scurry on through the neighborhood because this eight this eight year old boy talking to an eighteen year old man, fucking bashing me. Mm-hmm. I him saying kids. They need to have a sensitivity class starting in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. It needs to be young mm-hmm. because kids are kids. I are feel like kids are a direct reflection of their fucking parents. Because I wasn't like that. Yeah, me, yeah. I feel like kids I are wasn't di- like that. Like you can say, you know, oh, you don't do this, blah blah blah. blah. Okay, so like, like okay, so I was in Target the other day, and this little boy told his sister to fuck off. Mind you, his sister was, like, in a... Like, she couldn't be no more than two. Right. This boy probably was, like, six. 
He was on the car. I told his sister to fuck off. And his mother was like, we don't use words like that. Well, can you looked, do? And he looked at her like, all right, bitch. Like, you told my daddy to fuck off just last like, night, bitch. Like, so it's like, granted, you know, kids pick up shit from different places. But I feel like if a child is comfortable enough to do some shit in front of you, mm-hmm. then they've seen you do it before. Right. It's been learned. Like, it's been learned from you. Like, right. me, I was never comfortable enough to cuss in front of my mama. Right. Even now, if somebody, like, try to play my mama and I have to cuss them out in front of her, I still feel bad. And I'm just like, ooh, I don't want to say that. But then I, but I'm my mama. I'm, I'm going to, it's just, it's just period point fucking blank. I'm my, mama, I'm my mama's problem child. Like, like, and I will knock you out of her. Period. So, it's like, cussing in front of her is just weird. Like, because she never, like, allowed it. Or, like, when I come home, I'm going to be like, oh, let's have, like, you know, let's have a drink or whatever. And I'll be like, I'll be like, my mom's having a drink. Girl, get, get the Hennessy daughter. Listen, now. I'm my mom's daughter. Now, now I'll do it. But I, it took some, it, it took some growing into. It took some growing into, because it was like the first time she did it, I was just like, you want to do what? You trying to get a drink with who? Period. So it's like, I feel like, I feel like, like I said, kids. Or direct reflection of their fucking parents. And we talking about not like, oh, you know, I I was this and then I grew up and I grew out of it. We talking about like actual kids. Right. Like, I'm just trying to figure out like what what like what reason would a person have to ever be like that horrible to a person? I, like the the joke that they be saying. These motherfuckers used to say some horrible shit it's to not funny. me. And it wasn't fucking funny. Like, it wasn't fucking funny. Because you know what? This boy... <laughs> this boy thought it'd be funny. Like I said, to call me a fucking faggot. <sighs> sophomore year. Let's bleep that out. Now listen. Bleep. I drew the line. Right. That's where I drew the line at. Like, okay, you can talk about my clothes. You can talk about my mama. You can talk about whatever. Like, this is me like in, in high school. Like, right. now, better ever put your mouth on my mama. You better not put your mouth on me. Right. Like, because I'm not the person that I was growing up. Like, and you know, that whole mentality, like me fighting back, that caused me to, you know, get a fucking record. <laughs> like, it caused me to get a fucking record. So it's like, I'm not saying like that's the type of person I am, but it's like, I don't, like, I don't do bullies. I don't do bullies. And I said that before. Like, if, if somebody's bullying you and you clearly don't want no smoke, now I got to say something. Period. Now I have to say something because I'm like, okay, so you're bullying somebody that don't want no smoke and you need to realize that I don't want it all. Because I need to show you something. Because clearly, <laughs> you, clearly you think this is a game, but mm-hmm. this is not no joke. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. that's like that's like my act of service. That's like me being a good Samaritan. Meaning to award you with a medal. Yeah. Like this that's that's just me being me. I don't do bullies of any kind. If I feel like you're being bullied, I'm gonna say something about it. Um. Cause that shit triggers me. That shit triggers me like no other. Cause I I see myself in people that get bullied and right. I and I just see like this helpless ass person. So I just so now it could be anything else, but I'm gonna always wanna smoke on bullying. I can agree with that. Like so even this past weekend, I had a um, house gathering, and mm. it was shut up. It, it was mm. two friends there. They were friends. They came together, uh-huh. and the one and someone said to the one guy, he was like, "Oh, you like such and such." And the guy was like, "Bitch, are you crazy? Do you see? Do you see him?" 
And everybody paused. Because it was like, this is your friend. And you talking down. And the boy felt so embarrassed. I saw it in his face. You're not going to embarrass nobody in front of me. The boy felt so embarrassed. And I said, why did you why did you say that about your friend? And he like, oh, you know, we just be playing. Y'all, he wasn't playing. If y'all play, y'all can do that when y'all in your own time, but not in front of mixed company. Right. Like you embarrassed this boy, and this boy had to kind of like get that that fucking courage to be like, okay, let's keep going. But I can't do that. Like jokes not funny. Like some jokes, jokes are really not funny at all. Jokes are not funny. Jokes are not like it's a lot of jokes that ain't funny. Like fucking coronavirus. This what's going what's going on right now? I've been seeing people like the stuff. And I get it, like, because, like, how they said, you know, black, pe- black people have been through so much, and, you know, we laugh things off to m- make it lighthearted for us. But people out here dying. Exactly. Like, my, okay, so my whole thing is, I saw, as you know, I stay on Twitter. I saw on Twitter where this, okay, so this Chinese man was attacked because they, like, it wasn't, like, him. It, these people, like, people were telling him, you know, Go back to China. Right. Go back to whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, y'all really don't see that this is, like, history repeating this fucking stuff. It's crazy. You can't tell somebody to go back to where they didn't come from. It's like saying go back to, a- to go back to Africa. Like, a motherfucker should tell me to go back to Africa. Like, bitch, I didn't come from there. Right. Like, you can't, you can't tell somebody, you can't attack somebody for something that's going on in their home country. That ain't got shit to do with them. Like, they talking about, you know, Chinese-Americans are, you know, like, fearing for their lives and shit and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, listen, you can say whatever you want. But when you start targeting a race of people for mm-hmm. some shit that ain't got shit to do with them, you a fucking racist. Yes. But let me... Mm-hmm. I don't wish bad on anyone. Me either. But I can appreciate... Sometimes another race needs to appreciate what goes on with other communities, with other minorities mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And for us, this we have been targeted for years mm-hmm. and everything like that. And, that's, and this is not me justifying anything at all. I don't justify this at all. Mm-hmm. But at least it brings a conversation to the table because will we be having this conversation if it wasn't for the coronavirus, right? Will we be having sympathy for Chinese, for the Chinese and the Chinese American or the Chinese race in g- general mm-hmm. if this wasn't happening? Because oftentimes they treat people wrong. Right? So I'm not even going to lie to you. They do. Yeah. They, treat they, treat, they treat people wrong. But. And they lack of disregard. Like when you go into some place, you ask a question. No, 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 no. You want this, that, or that. It's no question. No, 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 no. I've been in places before where it was like, um, Sue, like, mm-hmm. is this chicken wing boiled or fried? Because I don't get it. You don't ask questions. You want now or you don't get at all. You have some compassion, right? <laughs> and so, like, I don't know. Right. And stuff. And now they're seeing that and they're understanding it, hopefully. And maybe when they come out on the other side, they will have a better understanding of what it means to be the minority that is that is ignored. Mm-hmm. Because the Chinese, the Chinese, the Chinese people for the longest have not been ignored. We have always considered them smart mm-hmm. and intelligent mm-hmm. and innovative. Mm-hmm. But with this now, you're on the same playing field as those people say that Mexicans don't belong here. 
they should go they we should build a wall for them or black people y'all can't y'all y'all came here but we didn't come here on our own we came we came here by force and stuff and then with them it's like y'all quote unquote created this virus and stuff and stuff like that the china virus as the donald trump says but hopefully that they can gain a perspective from it and say okay you know we're a part of that group too and everybody should matter right exactly like i'm not saying like you know because they disregard like they like they have so much disregard for like you know everybody else that you know they deserve the treatment that they get for this right something happened in their home country right but at the same time i don't know how i'm trying to put this i don't know how i'm trying to put this I feel like if you not gonna fuck with them because you know how they treat people, be that. But I just feel like you can't treat them a certain way for something that's out of their control. Based off what they're like, because they treat us like that. They treat us like that. You're right. But at the same time, but not to say it makes it even or right. It doesn't make it right. But I understand. It doesn't make it right. Yeah. Like I be trying. Okay, so look. I always be doing this shit and I'm always like, you know, I'm going to give the right answer and I'm going to give the me answer. Mm. Like, I used to drive for Uber and Lyft and when I got in my car, but they got in my car, um, sis said something to a boy in the front seat and he turned my air conditioning off. My job in Hawaii and it's hot. You turn my air conditioning off for what? Right. So I turned it back on. And he turned my music down. <laughs> he t- she said something to me, he turned my music down. Mind you, my music was already low. Right. Like, I don't play, like, loud music with people in the car. Right. Like, my music was low. So I turned my music back to where it was. And he was like, she's cold. And I'm like, you're literally, like, 0.5 miles away from where you're going. Right. Like, don't touch my stuff. Like, in that point, I had an issue. But I'm not about... <laughs> I'm about to walk up to no. I'm about to walk into from China or no Chinese American person and be like, "This is what you get." Right. Like this is what you get. Um, because it happened. It happened to us. Happened to us a lot. <laughs> but I just feel like you know, wrong, wrong should not be fought with another wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a good person. Okay. I'm trying to be a good person. I always say y'all, y'all rock stop here. One hundred percent, and that's why I don't do Uber or nothing. I be like, y'all right out here, bitch. I can do Uber anywhere, anyway. yeah. especially out here. Uh, y'all right out here. Exactly. Like, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like, I don't know. I just be seeing jokes and stuff, and a lot of okay. So I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say like they be funny because you know, like they're making fun of people, but I usually try to make light of a situation yeah and i definitely get that because you laugh at like the 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 content of the Mm -hmm. joke like but not necessarily around the context yeah if i'm if i'm gonna tell a joke it's going to be like it's going to be like you know in good taste Mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna tell no racist ass joke and be like ha 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 ha, it's funny because you know like coronavirus (laughs) like i'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell like, like you know, I laugh at it, like a situation, but I'm not gonna laugh at like 
the issue. Hey. Right, right, right. The actual issue, but you'll laugh about a like situation a concerning the issue, but not actually the issue itself. Yeah. And that's understandable. Like, I'm not going to laugh at somebody dying and things like that, but they posted yeah. a thing like they They say, you know, men can't get no haircuts because the barbershop closed. First of all, clearly. Oh, that's, I like it. Okay. Like, I didn't know you died it. So my shit fucked up. You died. And I gotta get my shit done for my birthday. Go to cutthroat. Uh huh. Go to cutthroat. Who the fuck is that? They ain't ain't closed. They ain't closed. They doing underground services. They in uh, in City Heights. Shout out to Cutthroat. Go to City Heights and go get your hair cut off. San Diego. Tell Frankie I sent you. Period. (laughs) And get $10 off. I don't think he's gonna get $10 (laughs) off. But but he cut hair like nobody's business. Period. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to. I don't know what I'm trying to do. What you got for me? You want to talk about something? What you want? What you, what you got for me? Let's get into something. Okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about this. Okay. What you got for me? Let's talk about why is talking, why is the talking stage so complicated? Because motherfuckers don't ever want to be real. Why is it so complicated? Because motherfuckers don't ever want to communicate. They don't ever want to be real. They don't ever want to do nothing that makes fucking sense. Because they've shown a representation of themselves. Yeah. Of them false selves, because it's not of themselves, clearly. Yeah. Okay, so, like, I picked that up because my homegirl, she posted this thing, and it was like, I hate the beginning stage of talking to someone. I want to talk to them and hear from them all day. I want to be around them, but I also don't want to nag. But then I also don't want to seem like I don't care because I do. And I, I feel that because it's like, I remember I was talking to this dude, and he was like, like, I had, I had, like, like we, we we had we had like really good conversation, right. and like I'm talking to you, responding with like one word answers, mm. and I'm kind of like, I'm like you all right, and he was just like we just started talking and blah blah blah, like you know what's the issue, like why are you acting like this? Okay, so now bitch, I'm crazy. Right. Like the and the crazy thing about it is I hate when motherfuckers call me crazy. Right. Because I know I don't be fucking crazy. Like that's a trigger word for me. Crazy. Crazy. When a motherfucker when a motherfucker act like I'm crazy. It makes me, I guess, crazy. And now I gotta act, now, now I'd approve you right. Because it's like how be how Beyonce said, You think you crazy? I'll show you crazy. When did Beyonce say that? She said it in Obsess. Really? Bitch. Really? Commercial break. Okay. Really? We, you gotta watch that. You gotta watch oh, this. obsessed yes. with the with, with the white lady and the black man. Yes. Oh okay. You think you crazy? I'll show you crazy. I remember Bitch. this. But no, okay, so, case the point. Mm-hmm. This young man that I was, that I've been communicating with and stuff like that, he used to hit me up. Like, he would hit me up, like, like hey, Dre, how are you? And I'd be like, oh, I'm good, whatever. And then go on about, 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 because I'm, I, I, I was so far removed from men and their, and their approach and their um, ideas of, coming to me that it, it just didn't seem I was like I just didn't pay it no mind mm-hmm. but they were consistent about their method mm-hmm. and that was eternal because some people some people can just hit you up maybe a day and then a week then a week later and mm-hmm. then a two days later then a three weeks later and stuff like that but he was consistent about his method and I appreciated that so I so you know we talked on FaceTime and it was a good conversation mm-hmm. and everything like that. And 
the way that he approached me through the message was the same way that he approached me authentic, authentically through us having a conversation. Okay. And once we started to communicate, once we started to talk via FaceTime, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? It was the same way. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll call you. Hey, what you doing? This and third. And, every, and it, it, was, it wasn't too overbearing because I don't like that. That's kind of like, uh, that makes me fall back because like, I don't need someone that's going to be overbearing in my um, space and in my life and stuff mm-hmm. like that, especially when I'm just getting to know that person. Exactly. And um, it's been good thus far. They came, they came out here to visit. Oh, hey. <laughs> Listen, they took the initiative and everything there, and that's a part. I want somebody to come see me, and that's a that's a problem because let me say, I always like I love traveling. I love to meet people in person, and I always tell people that I don't care how long I talk to you on the phone, on Facetime, mm-hmm. on text messages, and stuff like that. That does not compare to how I'm gonna talk to me in, in person mm-hmm. because I need to see how you're gonna interact. With me and how I'm gonna interact with you and how and how our and how our auras are gonna are gonna synchronize together in the same environment because I can love you on the phone mm-hmm. but hate you when you when I see you and I've had that before. I don't. I just don't like the talking stages. It's complicated. It's I confusing. Eric like and everybody has their own rules. Exactly. And it's like, damn. Exactly, because I'm like, okay, so I, like I said, my whole little thing is acts of service. And motherfuckers be really looking at it like, okay, like, why are you doing all this for me? And I'm right. just like, why not? I So I could talk to this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I fucked, and I liked him. I, I fucked with him. And I said, yo, let me come see you for... Um, let me come see you so we can hang out. Mm-hmm. And he like, oh, I don't think it's going to be a good time right now. Da, 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 da. So then I said, yo, how about you come out here, right? And mm-hmm. things like that. And because you say you're not going to be a good time out there, you can you can come out here. It's a good time for me. I can take off whenever mm-hmm. and stuff. And it was always an excuse. And that was a turn off. And you know what? That'll always be a turn off. Like an excuse will always be a turn off. Like you too old to have a excuse. You say no, you say yes. Don't give no excuse. I'm I'm no, I'm good right now. But I'm like, mm, I would, but da, 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 da. I don't like excuses. I don't. I don't. Excuses is for the week. And I feel like, like I said, motherfuckers always want to worry about your feelings. They always want to be like, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Or I was concerned Nigga, hurt, about your feelings. Hurt, hurt my feelings if, like, if it's needed. Like, these are my feelings. These are my feelings, not yours. Don't yeah. worry about it. Like, if you feel as though you're going to hurt me, then if that's necessary, if you deem that, okay, I need to tell this man something. I need to tell this man I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Then tell me that. That's not going to hurt my feelings. That's going to, that's, that's, that's going to give me a perspective of what's going to happen afterwards. Okay, well, we don't have to talk. Maybe we be, we be better off as friends and stuff like that, or not even knowing each other anymore, but that's okay. You don't have to keep everybody that you encounter in your corner. Mm-hmm. For what? No reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not building no fucking team. Are you kidding me? I am. I can't 
I, listen, I can't build. I can't build anything. I had my, I had my core friends. I had people that I love. I had people that I genuinely like being around. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't, I would not be around you. I would not text you. I would not call you, and things like that. I'm building a roster of your niggas, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Cause listen, we walk different walks of life sometimes, mm-hmm. and. And just because we may be the same age or the same third, we live differently. Make the best man win. Period. And that's just What's that, um, the Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that, is that not it? Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> is that not it? I'm I mean, sorry. see, okay, so like the way I look at it, it runs right, it runs right to that fucking topic. Putting all your eggs in one basket. Mm. I will never. Now or had or have you ever? I'm always putting my eggs in one basket. I don't do it no more. I don't do it no more. Mm-mm. I'm not doing it no more. Like I'm just going to like if you don't talk to me today, I'm not about to sit around with nobody to talk to. If you don't talk to me today, seven other motherfuckers is waiting for me to talk to them. Good like man. it sucks that it has to be that way, but guess what? Motherfuckers do it every fucking day and don't be feeling bad for shit. So make the fucking best man win. And sometimes. Friendly competition is needed. A healthy competition is needed. And that's okay. Like, but you have, you have to be, do you be honest with the guys? Like, hey, you're not the only one that I'm, that I'm talking to. If it comes up, I'll tell them. Yeah. Like, if it comes up, I'll tell them. But if it's like the first day and they be like, do you talk to other dudes? Get the fuck out of my face. Mind your business. Right, mind your business. This is the first day, now. Mind the business that pays you. Period. You want to pay for this meal or not? (laughs) True. It should. I mean... I mean, I'm just... You want people to know that? No. Are y'all paying for food and shit? Like, what y'all eating? McDonald's. That's the one that's open. No, it's not Raising Cane's Tail until 1. For real? Where is it? I never had Raising Cane's Tail. Raising Cane's Tail is good. Bitch, I ain't got no fucking sense even though Raising Cane's I drove to Santee today for Raising Cane's. How far was that? I don't know. I drove from work. It was like 20 minutes. No, baby, I'm good. From work. Not from a chicken tender. And it was good, too. I want a crab hut. I don't even know what that is. See, you miss now. There you go. Okay. Um, I can't do that. Mm-mm. I want a fucking crab hut and everything. Why did the hookah stop? Let's get the hookah popping. Is y'all not smoking? Can we bring it over here so we can share some while we um discussing life and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Okay. What's up? Hmm. Yeah. What you think is the most destructive thing that you can do to your body? Hookah? Fisting? First of all. Bitch. No, no, no. That's no, First no, no, of all. No, no, no. Oh, you like getting fisted? Me, me what? You like to get fisted? You like to get fisted? Audience, if you like to get fisted, clap, clap your hands. Nope. I don't. I feel like the most destructive thing that you can do to your body is lack of self-love and self-preservation. Self-love and self-preservation. Not loving you. Yes, because the you know what? I can agree with, I can agree with that because if you don't love yourself that can lead to so many other destructive roads and things like that because you get in a place of you don't care. It's a nonchalant type of 
attitude and everything, and that can lead to harm. It can lead to a, a, man, that, that can lead to a lot of harm, and it's things that we take that we see on TV. My six, my six hundred pound life mm-hmm. intervention, mm-hmm. Doctor Phil. It could be anger. It can be. It can be you eat. You eat yourself to death, or you throw up so much that you die. It can mm-hmm. be drugs because you don't love yourself. And you don't see how special you are as a person. Hmm. I mean, I mean, love. Do you? I just feel like if you do don't you, take care, do you, do you think that love is the center of everything? I fuck love. No, but you can't fuck love because don't you love yourself? I love myself. But right, so you can't fuck love. Ain't nobody gonna love me like I love myself. But as long as you love yourself, then that's what matters. Firstly, now look, I went. I went two years without being in a relationship and I loved myself a lot to the point where I I didn't I didn't want to be with nobody else because I was like nobody's going to give me the same love that I'm giving myself mm-hmm. so people are like how did you go two years without like being with anybody or having sex with anybody whatever blah 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 and I'm like because I gave myself so much love because I lacked that and I went from like the age of like 19 to like 27 without like having a gap in like relationships like I said before so I was always dependent on other people to love me do you think that someone can show you the same love that you did that you yourself can show. I don't think so. Yourself? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I, I think, think it's so. a different type of love. But I don't think that no one can ever give you the type of love that you give yourself. Like that type of affirmation, that type of that type of gratitude. Now, people can give you affirmation and grat and gratitude, and it can be amazing and it can feel great. But I don't think it. For me personally, this is my thought. I don't think it can ever be on the same level that you yourself can give. <laughs> yourself quite frankly I mean yeah I mean I just know that the shit that I do for myself I I do it so that I don't expect it from anybody else so like when I buy myself flowers I do it so that I don't have to expect it from nobody else so then when someone does it then when someone does it it wasn't expected is there gratitude with it like I'm grateful, uh-huh. but it's like, it's kind of like we were dating. If we were dating, because you like flowers, yeah. Like, like, I just feel like you should just do nice things for yourself. But do you, is, but do you love like fl- Do you love flowers? I do. Me too, right? I like flowers, but I was never given flowers. Right. So it's like, I wasn't doing that for myself. So instead of me, instead of me wanting that because i'm like i'm not gonna voice to you that oh i, I want you to give me flowers today. right like i feel like if that's what you want to do you'll fucking do it right but but do you tell people that like say if you date somebody and y'all trying to get to know each other you know my favorite color's black and bitch i love fucking dogs and walks in the yeah. park and i love flowers do you like tell people you i'm like my favorite color is sunflower okay people know that people know that about me okay mm-hmm I would like it's like in my relationships that I had been in. Now I got flowers, hmm. and you know you throw little hints out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. people don't be picking up on them. So now it's like because you didn't do it for yourself, 
and you was expecting somebody else to do it, now you're disappointed. Do you want to know what's my most destructive relationship was the one who cared about me the most? Is that weird? My most destructive relationship was the one who cared about me the most. They were destructive. Mm. They knew, but I think it, I think for me it was a manipulative type of um, type of personality. They knew what I love. Mm-hmm. Like for like you, I like flowers, right? Mm-hmm. And I loved lilies. I love orchids and stuff like that. They would always buy it and everything I did. But they were the most destructive person I've ever known. They were a liar. They were a cheater. They were a manipulator. And it was nothing I never experienced in my life before. And it kind of broke me. Of course. But to this day, I always tell people that person's not a bad person. They have demons about they have demons about themselves that they need to figure out. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever discredit I don't discredit him from being a good person. My most destructive relationship was somebody that I gave my all to. Mm. Like you know how you know how you know, okay, so you know how like you 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 make you make like a mental note that you just wanna change and you just wanna do shit the right way mm. and you let all the bullshit go, you try to do shit the right way, and it's like shit shit just don't feel right. But it's like you try to make it feel right because you have literally put your everything into this. Mm-hmm. Like you have put literally time, sweat, blood tears all of that into a relationship and you want to make it work because guess what once they leave you given everything and now when they leave you feel like you ain't got nothing mm. like so go to you go to you so we're gonna take a break real quick uh-uh. we're gonna take a break and i'm gonna come back Go to it. No, we're not going to take separate. a break and I'm going to come back. We're going to get into this now. Go we're going to take a break and I'm going to come back. Go to it. We're going to take a break and I'm going to come back. Why? Because we got to pay some people. Okay. <laughs> we got to pay some people. But I'll be back. Okay, and we are back. Second half. Second half. We back, baby. We back. We back and we motherfucking live. Um, <laughs> I had to go... Run some people some money real quick. <laughs> um, but okay, so back like I was saying, like you literally put like you literally put you know your all into somebody, and because you know like when they leave, you don't have anything. Mm. <laughs> I keep laughing because it's a sensitive topic, but like I was in a relationship. I was, I was, my, like, my most destructive relationship literally almost cost me everything. Mm. Like, literally everything. Um, <laughs> um, put everything into my relationship. Mm-hmm. Gone. I have nothing. You had like, something. I had something. You had yourself, too. I had something. And I always be telling people, like I always be telling, like I said it, I said it on the last episode, I didn't go in depth with it, but 
I didn't go in depth with it because like, you know, this is why I say like the most destructive thing you can do to your body is not, it's like lack of self-preservation and self-love because it was like, I didn't have that. Right. I didn't have that. So when he left, I didn't have anything. I had my dog. Right. And that was the only thing. <laughs> when I tell you the only thing that kept me alive. <laughs> right. So, um, he left. I have nobody. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have nobody to vent to. Like, I was literally by myself. I would go to work. I would come home. And I would get in the bed. Like, I would, I would walk my dog. Like, I would feed my dog. Let him out. Like, I would let him out. Feed him. Go home. Like, walk him. And come home and get in the bed. Mm-hmm. The house stayed dark. Right. The house stayed dark for maybe four or five months. Mm. Right. House stayed dark. Um... I didn't know, like, I didn't know anybody because it was like my life was just wrapped up right. in, like, this person. So, I, um, <laughs> pulling yourself out of a mental, like, a mental, like, tragedy or whatever is hard. <laughs> I believe it. It's hard. Like, I'm laughing about it, but it, there's nothing funny about it. You can laugh about it now because you're on the other side mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I literally... If I... I can honestly say that if I did not have that dog, we probably would not be having this conversation. And that's just me telling the fucking truth. You know, that's deep. And that's-, that's me telling the fucking truth. Like, I have never... I have. Ne- That's why I took two years off mm-hmm. to love myself. Right. Because I was so dependent on somebody. Like, somebody just had to love me. Somebody had to love me, and I didn't want to be by myself. So, and like I said, I had said it on one of these podcasts. I was like, my dog. If I leave my dog, where is he going to go? That's not right. fair to him. That is not fair to him. Because that's a life, too. That's not fair to him. So, that was the only thing that's keeping me holding on. Work was stressful. I had like I could talk to my mama or whatever, but it wasn't like the conversation you needed. Right, it wasn't like the conversation I needed. Like you know, like like people that understood what I was going through. Right, like people that understood because my mother be like, you know, I just told you he wasn't no good for you, blah blah blah. blah. And she's right. like, mama, I'm not really trying to hear that right now. Like I'm just I'm just trying to. I need to be uplifted because I'm literally at the end of my road. Right. Like, I would go to work, and they was just like, you know, like, they would be asking me, like, you know, is everything okay? And I would just be like, yeah. And I would sit at my desk. I wouldn't talk to nobody. I didn't let nobody in. Mm-hmm. I didn't do nothing that I needed to do. Like, I did my work, and I went home. That was it. I didn't do nothing more. I didn't do nothing less. Did my work, and I went home. And... <laughs> Listen, depression is a real thing. Like, I look back on it. Like, when I was going through it, I was just like, I don't think I'm depressed. Like, I'm, I didn't see nothing wrong with what I was doing. Right. Depression is a real thing. I have to, no. Depression is 100% a real thing. And you have to, like, you have to go through it to understand, like, people, what people be going through. Like, some people, di- some people didn't, didn't make it. No, I <laughs> Some people didn't make it. So, it's like, it, fuck, it fucks me up because it was like... It was like, man, like I would look, I would literally like this dog would literally lay next to me right. all day, every day. 
he would look at me in my eyes or whatever and that's literally what just kept me going i'm like i can't do this like it's this is my dog like this is literally like the one like when i tell people that me and this dog have been through the highest of highs and the lowest of lows like this dog would literally like crawl on the couch crawl on the uh crawl on crawl on the bed with me I, some, it'd be some days I wouldn't even make it to the couch or the bed. I'd just be laying on the floor in the kitchen. But it's good that he sensed that you needed love and he was there to give you that love yeah. and everything. And love can come in any shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's... I mean, I don't have a pet, but I understand why people love their pets so much, why people cherish their pets so much, why they are a part of the family and everything like that. Because they they feel that emotion, they feel that connectivity to you, and they feel at times that hurt or that loss or uh-huh. that anger or that sadness and stuff like that, uh-huh. and they understand that this touch, that easy touch, can can change the world, uh-huh. can change that moment, uh-huh. and whatnot. Because uh-huh. I've been through depression myself, but my depression wasn't an animal; it wasn't a human. I cope by alcohol. And that was me too. Everybody and knew me. I was alcohol or... dependent. I would go home every day and drink. Mm-hmm. Like, go home. First thing I do is, the first thing I would do is open the bottle, mm-hmm. drink, mm-hmm. take a shower, and get in my bed and drink some more. Mm-hmm. And that was for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I finally um, sought help. And... The first thing that I remember she asked me was, am I okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I just started crying. I was like, no, I'm not. I didn't even go to therapy. Like, no, I'm not. And that's another thing. We need, therapy is there to help us. It's not there to scare us. It's not there to make us think any differently of ourselves. It's there for us to have an outlet to express ourselves in our most freest and unbiased moments. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated every point of that. And that helped me pull myself out of a dark space because I was in a dark space in 2017. Mm-hmm. I was in a dark space and I ain't ever trying to go there again. Me either. That was a dark, dark time. And like, like I had, I, I, I said it on the last one. I was like, I got into, like, listening to, like, country music Mm. because it just pulled me up. Like, it kept me, like, sane, I guess. Right. Like, my dog kept me alive, but the country music kept me, like, sane. Like, I would go to, I would listen to it, go to sleep. I would sit at my desk. Right. I would hang out at this, at this country bar. Like, I just, I don't know. It was just like, it was just like a vibe that I needed. Right. Like a guy walked up to me at work and was like, "Hey, listen to this." He would just do it every day. Walk, walk me to work. Hey, listen to this. Listen to this. And I'm just like, "I'm gonna fucking listen to shit. I just wanna go in here and get my work, go home." So I started listening to shit, and then I started going out, and then it's like I would go to this bar by myself and just sit in the corner and just have my little drinks, and that'd be the end of that, and go home at the end of the night. And I go on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Okay. Oh, no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's Crazy my, my, my back hurt. That's what kept me sane. <laughs> that kept me sane. Like I had to, I had to keep my sanity. Um, it sucks because it's like a lot of the shit I ain't never told nobody. 
I haven't even told my mama this. Mm-hmm. My mama don't even know this. Like, like if my mama knew this, she'd probably like be so fucking upset. Right. But I'm like, I had to do. I felt like I had to do what's best for me. Like I'm all like I'm not one to like depend on other people. I'm not one to be like you know, like if I'm having like a rough day, I'm not one to just be like, hey bitch, I'm having a rough day. I want to talk to you about it. Like that's just not me. Like it's not like. And, you know, you need people to vent to. You need people that you can, like, you know, call on when you need them. But it's just, like, I've never been one to be, like, you know. I've never been one to do it and be comfortable with it. Right. Because I, I don't want my issue to be nobody else's issues. Um, but if you want to talk to me and be like, you know, hey, you know, this is what's going on. Like, that's, okay, let's listen. You want me to listen? You want me to talk? You want me to, like, what you want me to do? Um, but, like I said, I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I was so, I was so wrapped up in this dude. I didn't have no other friends. Mm. It was just me and him. Mm. And when he was gone... And that's dangerous. I didn't have nobody else. That is dangerous. I didn't have nobody that I could call and be like, look, talk me off the edge. Like, I would be on the edge and be like, well... Here I am. <laughs> here I am. On the edge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I took them two years off. Yeah, I can say that it definitely made me a better person like right. i would like i started out doing like little shit for myself like you know like going like going to get my hair cut regularly and then i started you know getting like pedicures and manicures and i started getting like massages and i started buying myself like flowers and sending like edible arrangements to my job mm. and like stuff. like because oh is this for me yeah <laughs> this for me yeah so it's like you know I pulled myself out of this and I am 100% proud of that because <laughs> I I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't I needed help but I didn't have any. So I'm trying to like you know I'm trying to if I can just you know convince a few people that this is like a real thing Check on your strong friends. Check on them. Check on your fucking strong Check friends. Check on all your friends. You never know. Check on all your friends. For real. You never know what no one going through. For real. You guys, you, sometimes you just gotta say, friend, I'm just asking this just because, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Is there anything you need to talk to me about? I feel like... But I'm here. I feel like, you know, like people... People... I don't know what be going through minds when... Like people don't like people like people we all have our own lives. We mm-hmm. all have like, you know, shit going on. But I try to, you know, at least hit you with like, hey, you good? Or, you know, hey. Mm-hmm. Haven't talked to you in a while. What's up? Like blah blah blah. Like it just it just comes in like different in different forms. Right. Like because the last thing I would want is for like somebody that I fuck with anybody to like take their life and there was something that I could do about it. Right. It's crazy. It is like a really heavy topic because I've been there. Listen, like, I, a lot of people have been there. I'm pretty sure the, the audience, there. they can relate to that. Like, been there. So it's like, I don't know. Like, like you know, some days I have like, you know, where I just be like feeling, you know, down, but... 
I've learned how to like pull myself out of it. Right. So it's like it never lasts too long. That lasted way too long. And then I finally like made like friends or whatever. But it's like, you know, I really wasn't like a good judge of character on these friends. So it's like, you know, like they were bringing me down further than I was to begin with. So it's like, you know, sometimes you got to take a step back, reevaluate, meet new people and blah, blah, blah. Period. So it's like, I'm not letting nobody get this out of me. So when I say I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket for a fucking person ever again in my fucking life, it just, it just can't happen. I ain't got no time for this period. I have to, I have to guard myself. Because guess what? You going to do what you got to do to make sure your feelings ain't hurt. And whether it be like you ghost me, whether it be, you know, you give me some bullshit ass story, whether it be like, you know, whatever it is, you gonna make sure you take care of you at the end of the fucking day. You're not going to say no shit that's going to make you feel bad. You're not going to tell me like if we don't work out, you're not going to tell me no shit that's going to make you feel bad. You're going to tell you some shit that's going to make you feel comfortable. So you know what? I am going to do what I got to do. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. So, you know. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like, you know. I feel like we've been on this subject for like a long time. Yeah, but it was important. It was important because I feel like you gotta like. Sometimes you gotta get this shit off of you. And I mean, like I said it, but you know. I don't know. I feel like I've like I said it. And I like it. But it's like, you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to raise awareness. Right. I'm trying to raise awareness on shit that's going okay. on. Check on your fucking strong friends. Check on them. Also, what are we doing in 2020? I don't know. I gotta see if I live past the coronavirus. Coronavirus! It's the way it's looking. I'm like, shit is getting real. Listen, yeah. no, but for 2020, I'm turning 31. In 2020, I turned 31, and what's today? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I turned 31 in three days. And 30 for me was all about um, loving myself and mm-hmm. getting back to myself. That was what I did. That's what I practiced and that's what I achieved. And I'm happy for that. And 31 is about exploring myself now. But what aren't we doing? Oh, you said what aren't, what aren't we doing? What aren't we doing? Bitch, wrong subject, period. What aren't, <laughs> what aren't we doing? Listen. What I'm doing is this. It's a, it's a simple song. I ain't got no time for fake ones. Just sipping crystal with my real ones from east to west coast. Period. I hate your ratchet. Let me tell you, that's, that's, that's what it is. I ain't got time for it. Okay? In 2019, I left a lot of people behind. 100%. And I did it on purpose. Did. Definitely. And I don't regret it. Not one bit. I left niggas who I thought was my motherfucking brothers. Behind, and ain't no ill will. My heart still, if my heart, if you needed me, I would still be there for you. Me, but don't call me just to call me. And so, I'm about progression, and Uh and I'm about living my life to the fullest. Uh And I and I won't make no exceptions for any one body at all. In 2020, it's about me, baby. 2020, I'm not doing it. It's about me. 2020 is definitely about me. And what I'm not doing 
is the bullshit. 2020, 30. Huh. The bullshit. I am making myself happy. Period. By all means necessary. All. In all accounts. Any and all. Damn. I'm listen, I'm not about to I don't know, it's, it's, it's summertime, so I don't want to date. Bitch, we ain't no dating in 2020 summertime. We got coronavirus. We in the house. I don't want to date. Distancing. I don't want to date, I don't, I, but I'm about to be listening. Summertime come. Hopefully this shit get taken care of so I can run these fucking streets. And anybody that want to run these streets, you better make sure you're single because if you get hit in your mouth for some shit that you did with me, then I got shit to do with me. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. If you get hemmed up for some shit that you did with me, that ain't got shit to do with me. Period. Don't bring that shit. This is why that was your fault. I'm running these streets. I'm not about to get nobody no time of day. Listen, if you don't fuck with me, that's cool. I don't want to fuck with you either. You don't want to talk to me, that's cool. I don't want to talk to you either. You don't like me, cool. I don't like you either. Can't. Like, Can't stop, won't stop. I'm not about to sit up and wonder why, like, you know, why shit, like, just wasn't, wasn't it? Like, you know, why I lost a friend. Why I lost a, whatever. Some nigga I was talking to. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Alright, it was a good while lesson. I ain't never lost a friend that I wasn't supposed to lose. Bitch. I ain't never lost a friend that I didn't want. I have never lost a friend. Okay, I'm tired. You tired? I'm okay. He's from the East Coast, y'all. Or the, the mid, mid East Coast. Or the mid, the Midwest. Is it the Midwest or the East Coast? Midwest. The Midwest. He's from Michigan. Michigan. He's from Michigan. Michigan. Michigan State University. You right above me. You from Indiana. 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 You know the same family. I don't. I don't like how you. I don't like how you said. I don't know. I don't know my continents. I know the country. I mean the state. Yeah, what? You know we live on this one. We not live. Crazy. I think think the next time I go live. Like go live, ooh, go like live. actually do live. That'd be um, good. Question. What's the question? So if you love somebody, okay, okay, let me. Okay, let me ask you this: Do you believe in love at first sight? Mm. Does that exist, or is that just like a? Is that, is that like? Is that like you know something that somebody made up? Love at first sight. Have you ever looked at somebody and just been like, I have. I looked at somebody before. I've had that before. I said, Damn, this is my nigga. This is who I'm going to be with. Yes. I can see my future with him. Bitch, I've been, I plan out our wedding, bitch, and we still having shots at the bar. Mm-hmm. But I believe in love at sight? No. Mm, no. Um, I believe in fantasies. Mm-hmm. I believe in. Ideas of what I want, mm-hmm. but when I really break it down, I don't believe in love at first sight. I don't think that for me personally, this is my turn. I don't think you can actually. I don't think that you can love someone at first sight and everything. I think that you can be in lust and heavy light, and you can have a fantasy. You can have these thoughts, these wild thoughts about somebody. But I don't. I don't know if you. I don't know. I don't know how you sleep. Maybe if you snort, you're out of here. I'm at a point in my life where if you breathe wrong around me, you gotta go. <laughs> but if your t-shirt is wrinkly, like right here, like it's like you pulled <laughs> it like a child, ah! 
<laughs> on the net, baby, you're out of here. I think that I think I think that people can be in love with the idea. Period. Of you, yeah, but I don't want to say like you know they love you because people don't even know you to love you. Mm-mm. But if you feel some type of way about if you feel some type of way about somebody, are you going to tell them? Are you gonna tell them like when you feel it? Or are you gonna wait? I if um and mm, like say a week pass and you just feel like you know I like then you like, I really fuck with you like, like I really fuck with you. Are you gonna tell them? Or are you gonna wait? Me now, I will wait. I gotta wait. I gotta wait to see if this is just a passing and stuff. But I used to be like that. Like I'd be like, "Yo, I fuck with you heavy. Like it's just something about you that I really like." And this, that, and the third, I fuck with you heavy. But now that I, I gotta wait that shit out because I know that this shit don't lead to nothing. I'm taking the secret to my grave. I wait. I wait. First of all, my thing is, I need to. For me personally, this is my thing. I need to wait to see when we get into an argument how you are. Because an argument sometimes shows the real you. Mm-hmm. Because when you're at a point where you disagree with a person or you don't like the idea of what a person is saying, sometimes your tr- part of your true self will come out. Because I see how you are when you're nice to me. Mm-hmm. I see how you are when you want to love on me, mm-hmm. when you want to sex on me. Mm-hmm. I need to see how you are when you disagree or, or when you don't like me. And that's, how, that's what I've said in the past. I'm like, I want to put you in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Like, I want to see how you treat... I want to see how you treat weight staff. Mm. Oh, I want to see how you treat like people, like I want to. I want to see how you treat customer service reps. Mm-hmm. I want to see all of that. Oh, but they don't like me then. Because how you treat flight attendants, how you treat like I, I don't want to see how you treat me. Yeah. Because you you fuck up with me on like you know like oh I like you type of shit. So right. it's like you know you trying to impress me. I want to see how you gonna treat just a complete stranger. Mm. That's a good point. I never really thought about like how you want to treat those other people. That you don't have this infatuation with, or this, mm-hmm. or, or or the thought of how do you treat people in general? Because you treat me how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You have an idea of, of what I like about you, so mm-hmm. you want to do what it takes. Mm-hmm. But when it, I'm gonna use that, I can see how you treat the wait staff, the flight attendant, mm-hmm. the bartender. Mm-hmm. The, like we go, the bitch who messed up your food. Mm-hmm. We like, like we go, like we go to dinner, and you know, you order something. They get it wrong. I like that. No, and I never thought about that. I like that. You charge them up, and they are, and you know, they're apologetic about it. You know, whatever, blah blah blah. And I know I've had my share of, you know, like I've had to, you know, I'm not gonna say let some weight staff have it, but it's like I said on the one before. I'm about to fight him because all he doing is just blowing bubbles in this damn thing. <laughs> but I um, I've said it before, like. I went to a I went to a restaurant. I asked a girl for you know an appetizer. I hadn't even ordered my damn food yet. Just order, just ask for an appetizer. I asked. I kept asking her for this appetizer, mm. and I was I was like borderline over it. But it's like you know I wasn't like girl get my appetizer. I was right. just like you know hey you know when you get a chance you know is there any way that you can you know get you know this 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 dip in this chips or whatever and you know she was like yeah I got you blah blah blah. So then it's like. She left and didn't come back for a while. And then I was just like, hey, I had asked, you know, one of the other waiters, like, you know, hey, you know, I had ordered this and I was just wondering if, you know, if anybody could check on it. Cause you know, we've been here for a minute, yeah. like, you know, and she hasn't brought anything else. So, you know, and, but I didn't say that. It was just like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, like I've been here for a fucking minute. Like, you know, you ain't brought nothing out or whatever. So I guess you're gonna tell her her whole attitude changed. 
She came back to that table with a whole fucking attitude. And I'm like, girl, I didn't even tell your manager that you did this. Right. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I asked another, I asked your colleague, like, hey, girl. Right. Like, you know, and I said it nicely. Like, it wasn't like, hey, you know, but I, I didn't tell on you. I was just like, you know, hey, whatever. So, you know, she came to the table with that too. So, you know, I was just like, mm, lose it. <laughs> like, lose it. I said, bitch, let me. <laughs> but it's like, usually, usually, usually I'm pretty nice to everybody. I think, I, I think, I think I'm okay. My friends get mad at me because I express my, um, like I express myself to them, I, and I and I express my um, discontent with ser- with service and quality. I think that's needed. I give constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. I say, sis, you waited thirty minutes to bring us cold bread. Mm-hmm. Cheesecake factory. <laughs> <laughs> something gotta give. I know. It's either you need to tell your people that you need help. Mm-hmm. Or you need to train yourself better and how to expedite things going on. Especially as simple as bread and water. We went to a restaurant. We went to a brunch spot this past last whatever day it was. I don't know what day it was. I think it was Saturday. I don't know what day it was. It was like T.I. Thank you. And we waited there 20 minutes before the bitch even acknowledge us and she didn't even even acknowledge the the the, uh, the other guy acknowledged us and had a nerve to say oh which i want how many of y'all is there first of all you you depend on these tips and the simple fact that honestly they was busy you could have said we're busy right now we're gonna get you as soon as as soon as we can mm-hmm. hold on you check in mm-hmm. you make people feel wanted appreciated to be at this dining establishment even in healthcare mm-hmm. if we run behind in cases mm-hmm. i come out and tell them hey you know we're we're running behind as soon as we get it done i'm gonna come out and get you right away mm-hmm. if it's more than 15 minutes i'll come talk to you again mm-hmm. make people feel like they're appreciated mm-hmm. in any facet of life mm-hmm. And bitches don't get that. And bitches don't get that. Bitch, I don't get you. And that's all. And that and that's and that's and that's when I start saying, bitch. Well, you up here running, but your wig lifting. What the fuck? <laughs> your wig lifting. Your booty looks. Your booty looks sick, like a like a bag of dirty diapers. But it's only if the necessary arises. I mean, with my whole little thing, like you know, with this whole virus going around. They don't allow more than, you know, five people in the office. Yeah. And this is like, this is like the three people that work there and two customers. But you still got to make these people feel like they're important. You still got to make these people feel like they want to. You still got to even know. You still got to, you still got to, you know. I just feel like you just got to treat people how you want to be treated. That's all this shit boils down to is you got to treat people how you want to be treated. Period. Treat me how you want. Treat me how you want me to treat I you. I just want somebody to treat me like somebody. Somebody real is hard to find. <laughs> oh, just sorry. Boy, I was just reading. I deal with you. Oh my god. Do you think one-sided relationships can be fixed? No. No. You don't think somebody can like grow out of it or like? I think it would take. Or like learn what's going or like learn what's wrong. I think it would take a 
a trying situation for them to realize that what they're doing is not good. I think if if they think that everything is copacetic and that person is following their ways and their rules and their ideas, then they're fine. I think it takes a trying relationship for them, a hurtful, a a tumultuous relationship for them to realize what I'm doing maybe don't work. How I think maybe it's not the way I should maybe try to compromise or understand my partner. A one a one sided relationship would never work unless you are somebody who's weak or hurt. I'm reserving myself. That's just my unless the you're shit, weak or hurt. The shit that I do coming out the gate, I ain't doing that shit no more. <laughs> I don't think a one sided relationship could ever work. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we could hurt. Like, I used to be on this thing where I was like, you know what? I don't have to match energy. Like, I'm just going to do what I feel is right. Mm-hmm. I'm matching the same shit you do. For real. If you don't do shit, I'm not doing shit. But sometimes you got to show somebody. Maybe sometimes you can't even show somebody like... You want to get 20%? You know what? If you are uh, Adele, I'm not showing you nothing. You know what? You, you, stuck, you stuck in your fucking ways. You that's do that shit. I'm not here for it. You find that weak, mm-hmm. hurt bitch. That's that ain't me. Yeah. And unfortunately, if that's dumb, sis, I, sis, brother, in betweens, I wish you the best. I hate you so much. <laughs> I wish you I know. the best, but it ain't for me. Like I don't. It, like if you give twenty percent, I'm gonna give twenty percent. I might even give ten. And guess what? Tomorrow I might be over you. So, dumb, dumb bitches, dumb bitches need to grow up twice. I've been practicing this thing where I've I I get over people like quickly. I'm telling you. I was like, I'm trying, I'm trying to like do it. Like, you know, if you stop talking to me, whatever. Okay, cool. I don't know. You can't what? I can't deal with folks. Oh, I just can't. Like, you know, my patience is like wearing thin. I can't deal with folks. Uh It's like I turned 30 and a light clicked on. And I I told you when you turn 30, bitch, a thing changed in you. When you in your, in your twenties, you deal with the bullshit. I got time. Bitch, I'm in the corona statistics where, bitch, I'm 28% likely to die. Okay. Hang on, really? Yeah, we are. We are. Not, are you really? We are. Oh. Mm-hmm. 30. 30 to 49. I don't want to die. We won't. I don't want to die just yet. I got some unfinished business. I got. I could have slept a bitch once in my life. I, I, before I, I got, I got to throw up a drink in a bitch face. You ain't never done that before? Not yet. Can, can I try it? Don't throw no drink in my face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go to Richie's. They close. They they, <laughs> they selling white claws out the back door. They sure was selling white claws out the back door. <laughs> you win, bitch. Mm-mm. I got the text message. Yeah. Uh, text message. I just knew you were gonna be down here. Why? I don't even go. They playing disco music. If you don't go, I don't go. Okay. I ain't, I ain't gonna. Go. I never went to Richie's without you. Oh, for real? For real? I'm here. Well, this summer we're going to motherfucking LA. It's the coronavirus. Babe. What was this? <laughs> That's the. My bladder. Your bladder. Mm-hmm. All right. So. What? Is what did we take from today's episode? What did I take from today's episode? Sleep. Boy. 
We took sleep from what? Oh, I he's took, sleepy. I took, listen, don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Woody woo. Where did you get that from? <laughs> that was a song. But where I, did you get that from? I think it was two songs. In the podcast? Yeah, but sometimes it won't be nothing. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. Period. That goes with dating. That goes with my space. That goes with, um, bitch, <laughs> everything. What, what the motherfucker? Hold on. What the list they be doing, my damn? Period. <laughs> what I take from it? You can't bully a bully. You can't bully a bully? Mm-mm. That goes with the most destructive thing you can do to your body. Don't start nothing with your body. Don't be nothing with your body. Love yourself? No, the most destructive is most destructive thing you can do with your body. If you don't start nothing with your body, it won't be nothing with your body. If you start hearing, if you start motherfucking hearing, the fucking hearing or cocaine, it'll be a problem with your body. Don't start it won't be nothing. All jokes aren't funny. Don't start no jokes, bitch. It won't be no jokes. Okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Period. No, it's not rolling with y'all. What else we saw? What 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 we aren't doing in twenty twenty, bitch. Don't start nothing in twenty twenty. It won't be nothing in twenty twenty. Bitch, I'm about to go back to two thousand nineteen. What are you talking about? No shit. Let's let's take the bike. Cause baby, cause you gonna use this bike? Is this a time machine? Can you build one? I feel like he can build one. Because look at the glasses. He can build one. Twenty twenty. He got androids. Already have and then went and then didn't back. He got androids on his shirt. Like he can build a time machine. Period. And they gay androids. I love you so much. It's <laughs> a pride shirt from like 2017. Period. I love you 3,000. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, no, but honestly, all in all, I took love yourself before you love anything else. Like, love yourself. Understand yourself. Be one with yourself. Be Be content with who you are before you do anything else in life. Because if you move, if you move yourself, if you move that person before you move yourself, it's not going to connect. That's like, you can't move an empty soul. Mm -hmm. Love, love yourself. Be yourself. Like if you, if you are waiting on my exit. (laughs) You have to wait a little longer. Period. <laughs> you have to wait a little bit longer. Cause, cause, bitch, you can't kill me. I'm a bad bitch. Oh, that's not it. Shit is real. Period. Shit is getting real. It is. Be yeah. safe, y'all. I know. Thank you so much for coming by. I love this. Be safe. Oh, my God. We got so much to look forward to after the coronavirus. I know. Cause I don't think you've been on any episodes since episode like eleven or twelve. Since episode yeah, eleven or twelve. But and what episode is this now? This is episode like twenty two. Oh my god! Oh, isn't this crazy? I've been missing the action. It's crazy. Like it's shameless Philosophic is doing numbers. Numbers. I be seeing it. Hundred thousand viewers, subscribers. Which we ain't there yet. But you gotta. We almost. You gotta put it in the universe. We almost had two thousand. You about to be on um the red table talk. And that's okay. Period. That's okay. I can do that. I, 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 I can start off there. Period. Period. The tables all this. I can do that. Um, listen, she's the one. Listen. You know, follow my friend here. Okay. Tell the people that your name is Samara Mir. Samara Mir. You can follow me on Instagram at S-A-M-A-A-D-A-M-I-R. That's Samara Mir. Oh, it's just refractive underscore. 
they don't need that this time. <laughs> I, found, I found out that it did us find me. And you can follow me at four underscores. Can I spell it out? Four Unders- underscores. Underscore, 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 mm-hmm. H-I-M. Mm. Or you can follow the Shameless Pillow Talk podcast Instagram page. Follow, like, and subscribe. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. Shameless Pillow Talk available on eight different platforms. Period. Period. And that's on that. that. Now it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Is that your song? Mm. Okay, I love it. Goodbye, guys. Let me go get a sneaker.